This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Thursday, October 28th. Mark, the month of October went by very quickly for me. How about you? Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. It's already the end of October. I'm just hoping it starts starts to feel like it soon. Yeah, well, we've had this very strange weather in the Northeast. I hate to be like one. You know what? The, there is someone who was once interviewed who said the most boring conversation at a dinner party is uh, traffic and weather. Yeah, well. <laughs> so here I am telling you, I'm not going to talk about traffic, but it has been rather warm here in the Northeast for most of the autumn season. Uh, that said, uh, we are fire hot today. Mark and I are very amped up. We're very excited to talk to you all. And this is the podcast that tries to take the mystery out of your financial life. We do that by encouraging you to send us your questions. You can do that by going to jillonmoney.com and click on the contact button, jillonmoney.com. Oh, Mark, for those new photos that the web design people want me to take, am I supposed to be like super cash or am I supposed to be fancy pants? I think probably a mix. That's a pain in the neck. All right. That's fine. People will be often surprised. I was on a Zoom the other day and I think someone like actually was frightened by the way I looked because I was certainly not camera ready. <laughs> Did you have a hat on? Uh-huh. You bet. <laughs> I had my dog mommy hat on, which is uh, a must. And I had no makeup on. And I was wearing, you know, some disgusting old t-shirt. This is the thing. I have a barbell approach to fashion. Either I'm on television or I'm not. That's it. It's a very binary world. So I don't like in-between clothes. I find it much more challenging to figure out like, oh, I'm going to go out to dinner with Mark tonight. What should I wear? I don't like that choice. My babysitter is starting to shame me because, you know, I basically work from home all the time. I don't <laughs> honestly during the week, I don't get out that much. So I kind of have a couple of sweatshirts right now that I kind of just rotate. And now she's like, Mark, you need to wear something else. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's starting to get worried about me. Oh, my God. Uh, well, I think it's always I did not realize how often you wear glasses until we, you know, because you never wore glasses when we were in the broadcast center. You always no, wear I your hate, contacts, right? Yeah, but I hate wearing contacts. The only, the only reason I really wear them is because outside, if I need to put on some sunglasses or something, and now wearing a mask, I can't walk around outside with a mask on because my glasses just get fogged up. But I, I really... Know. 
I prefer to wear glasses. All right. Well, you're very old school and glasses are very fashionable. So that's a good thing for you. All right. Enough with our fashion sense. Don't take this the wrong way, but I am really not dressing up for you guys. It's a podcast. Okay. Let us get to you guys. You are what this is all about. Today, we have John, who's on the line from Seattle, and uh, he's not Mr. John Grunge from Seattle. He is John, who's got this lovely accent. So welcome to the program, John. How are you? I'm doing well, Auntie Jill and Mark. How are you guys? Oh, wait, you just like got rid of your Texas accent in no. two seconds. What happened? What happened? No, don't make me a liar, say y'all. That's it. I, I like still that, say y'all. y'all, but that's about it. <laughs> All right. What's going on? How can we help you out? Sure. Um, I'm 39 years old and I just started a new career in the public sector and I love my job. And I've just been very stressed out over the past couple of years about feeling like I'm late to the game. Um, And my therapist actually uh, suggested I reach out to someone and I said, why not call one of the the podcasts I listen to? I love this. (laughs) I love this so much. Wait wait a second. First of all, let's talk about your therapist. Is it a man or a woman or a non-binary therapist? He's a male. Okay. And you're just like, you're stressed out and that's why you went or did you like go through some life change? General, just general stress and uh, oh. anxiety. All right. Well, you're you're with the right people because Mark and I are both stress mongers and anxious generally. <laughs> we really are. Uh, Mark, I think that actually, do you think, do you consider yourself an anxious person, Mark? People who know me, some people might say, yeah, yeah, he is. I don't really think of myself that way, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving myself an honest opinion. I always say that this is, I had no shot as like Jew from New York, that there is just a high level of stress and anxiety in my DNA Mm -hmm. that I try to fight against, but I don't really do such a great job. And I think that also like when you're in a couple, sometimes you are able to have the other person be stressed or anxious about something that you don't have to be. So I think that, you know, when you're single, you can take everything on yourself. And that's, that's what I think is tough. And so we are very happy to welcome you with your stress and your anxiety. I'm glad you've brought them both. Bring all your baggage here. So what is it that's causing you this stress in your financial life? Because, you know, I'll talk about the other stuff, too. But let's do the financial stuff first. Yeah, it's mostly uh, I like the stress from work. It's a fun job. So it's mostly the financial stress. I feel like I'm late to the game. And well, what, most tell of me that, more about that. Like, so what do you mean late to the game? Like, what, what do you, first of all, you're 39 years old. Are you partnered, married, single? Yes, I'm, I am married. My husband and I got married during the pandemic. Oh, congratulations. Well, can we, Thank you. And, and let me ask, he is not a stress bucket, right? No, he's mm-hmm. just a busybody. He's a, he's a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I love that. So, okay. So first of all, he's a kindergarten teacher in a public school. Yes. All right. So how much money do you guys make together? Together, we're making about 250 a year. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, how old we, is he? He is 41. Okay. So tell us a little bit about how you live. Like, do you have a house? Do you rent? What's going on? Yeah, we are renters. Um, mm-hmm. It's an expensive market in Seattle, and we're yeah. saving up to buy. Both paid off all of our credit card debt, and I also paid off my car uh, during the pandemic because of the student loan freeze. Um, we rent a home. We pay 2400 a month. And That's we not say, bad. No, it's great. And we uh, we put away 4100 a month. And of that, we pay that 24 So the rest we save for a 
towards a down payment. So, so we, you're both are you both uh, maxing your retirement accounts? Uh, he gets a pension, and he also has access, or part of his retirement is also in a uh, four fifty seven. Okay. Um, I think it's at either seven or ten percent. Okay, and you in the public sector, what do you have? Do you also have a pension? I have what's called a four hundred one a. Yeah, that's a weird plan. It is, um, but it seems generous. And what part of what led me to reach out was we were not participating in Social Security. And at my age, I've never thought that Social Security was going to be my end all be all. I don't think it should be for anyone, but I wasn't sure if there's something else I should be doing with that. So with the way the 401k is set up, I contribute. I'm required to contribute 10 percent and my employer contributes 12 percent. of. Wow one of the four tax automatically I'm putting away 22. That's awesome. And and I also have access to a 457 B and I am putting right now 750 a month into that, or I'm sorry, 750 per paycheck. So it'll max out by the end of the year. You guys are saving a ton of money. What are you stressed about? I wasn't sure if that's enough. I guess part of the stress. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, am I missing Um, something? I'm like, whoa, this is like a lot of moolah. Well, I'm um, curious. We got to hear what the current balances are. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what's it. What's what have you saved so far? Yeah, that's um, it was an article I read on some financial website about by this age, you should have this. Oh, throw that crap out. That's baloney. (laughs) And that's really where, uh, you know, things began to worry. But um, in my husband's 457, he has about 160 and then the pension. And then right now I have in a pre-tax retirement account, it's a 401k that I'm rolling over to my 457 mm-hmm. and I have about 33,000. And then I also have a Roth IRA myself that I had from a two years ago that has 11,000. Okay. So I don't mean to be like, snarky about this, but like, okay, so whatever, you don't have that much money saved so far, but like you do have a pension that is coming. Like what would his future pension look like? When we met with the the pension manager, they said that at 55, he could be eligible for, I want to say 40% of his income Mm -hmm. because it's, and then, then it goes up. Then it goes up the longer he waits as well as um, then he'd also have the, whatever's in the 457 at that time. Right. So, I mean, what are you guys targeting in terms of like age of retirement generally? Uh, at least 65. We we don't think we're going to have kids. So okay. we like that we have um, a good quality of life right now. We don't yeah. live an extravagant lifestyle, but we can travel if we want. So we're, that's kind of what we'd like to do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So you don't have a ton of money saved, but you are cranking right now. I mean, cranking. I think. And I'm not sure there's much more for you to do. Do you have any other debt that's outstanding, like school loans or anything like that? Because you said you paid off credit card and your card debt. And you said that was during the the student loan freeze. So yes. I presume there's some student loans out there. Yes, I have from grad school. I have a 
big student loan. It's a consolidated federal student loan of about just over 275. Whoa. That's a big number. Yes. So, but you said you're now in the public sector as of when? Uh, as of July. So now the clock starts ticking for 10 years? No. Um, my first job a couple of years ago was in the public sector and I have two and a half years. So it's actually seven and a half years away from forgiveness. That's fantastic. So you just have to make your minimum payments. That starts in January, right? Yeah. So will you still be able to make, I mean, are you going to be able to save as much when that clock starts ticking again in January or not? Yes. Uh, thanks to uh, shows like yours, I developed some habits. So what I've been doing is making the my student loan payment when it resumes now that I'm married, um, it's going to be about just around 900. So I've been making that payment to myself into fully fund my emergency fund and pay off the debt. So once they start, that'll just be flowing into that account. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So let's just like take a, di- a big deep breath. Mark, would you like to talk John through his stress and anxiety and tell him that he's going to be okay? He is going to be okay. Yeah. You, maybe you feel like you're behind the eight ball a little bit, but right now you're doing exactly what you should be doing. There's really almost nothing I could suggest that would enhance this, except I would like to wave my magic anti-Jill wand. Mark, do you have your wand ready? You ready? I'm I'm waving. I'm waving it also. I'm waving. And I want you to try to understand that you got to where you got to for a variety of reasons. You were late, whatever. There is nothing more you could possibly do. You have developed awesome habits. Now, I don't really care if you were a complete screw up for your 20s and your 30s, but you know, like honestly, as you approach your 40th birthday, you should know like I don't need to feel stress and anxiety. I I used to feel that. It's like almost like an old feeling. Like you know when you were yeah. like you were screwing around and you did all your stuff and you know blah blah blah, but you you knew that there was something like you weren't doing right. You've now corrected that completely. Yeah. There's nothing more you can do. And just tell me, how much do you have in that emergency reserve fund? We each have our own separate emergency funds with a little over 18000 apiece, which right. covers just over four months of expenses. And we will continue. I still contribute 400 a month to that already. So I just kind of turbocharge that with the student loan freeze. Okay, that's great. I mean, I'd like you to have six months in there yes. at least, which I think you'll get to pretty easily. I really do. How much is in a house fund? Right now we have... Just under 35000 That's fine. Do you really need to buy a house? At, I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, are you gonna, what, what would be the house that you would buy? For something that's equivalent to what we're have, we have right now, mm-hmm. probably close to 800 Oh, my God. That's nuts. I mean, you got to be a happy renter in that. Yeah. If that's the choice, you actually do have $35,000 of, like, extra money, which is, I presume, in, a, like, some sort of money market or savings account, right? A high yield savings account online. Perfect. Leave it there. Um, you can call it a house fund. I'm just now, I now I'm happy that you have a, a six month reserve. There is okay. no way that it makes sense for you guys to pay $800,000, which, you know, I mean, you'd have to have like a significant down payment. The cost, I mean, they're just like your rent isn't that expensive. It no. just isn't. And you're happy where you are? We are. I mean, even if it were $3,000 a month, at what point, Mark, do you think that like the buy versus rent tips in one way or the other? I I don't see it for quite a while. Me neither. I don't see that. (laughs) I mean, I really don't. And, uh, you know, listen, as someone who owns property, it's a pain in the ass. 
it's a total pain in the ass. And there is absolutely like this whole thing about like, oh, dream of home ownership. Eh. It's a yeah. pain. Okay, it's, so so right now they're saving seventeen hundred dollars a month towards that house fund. What do you want to do with that seventeen hundred dollars? I want to. I think what I want to do is. Does your husband have? Let me just see something. They make two fifty together, so there's no more Roth IRA. I feel like I just want them to have a brokerage account. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, that's where I was leaning. I think a brokerage account. I think that. I mean, it, you have to talk about this with your husband. Because, you yes. know, here we are making life decisions, with you guys, <laughs> um, which we're happy to do. Um, but what I think would be really helpful is if you guys, if you're on the same page, I think what would be nice would be to start creating a brokerage account and have that that money sit in there, grow, and then maybe that's sort of a supplemental retirement fund. And if in five or eight years or something's going on or you're done with your student loans and all of a sudden there's this great house that comes up, we have the money that's available, but I would just basically open a Vanguard account, Fidelity account, a Schwab account, something super boring, and okay. I would start getting that money rolling. And again, if you are if you guys are cool with that, is that house fund 50-50? You split it 50% each? Yes. I mean, I, if you want, you can either have that be a house fund as in like you can make a you can have a joint account for you guys. Or if you have very different risk profiles, you can split it up and create your own investment accounts. But get a couple index funds in there and start the process and don't look at it and don't make yourself crazy and then put that money in every single month. I think you're going to be really happy. OK, um, you wouldn't suggest like trying to do a backdoor Roth I think that the retirement, I would rather you have non-retirement assets because you're okay. you're going to be very retirement heavy. Okay. That's what I think. Mark, do you agree with that? Yeah. And plus the backdoor Roth may not exist in a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not sure about that, but you know, just in case. And, and listen, the brokerage account is a great deal for you guys. Yeah. You are in a state that does not levy state income taxes. So, you know, you are in the 24% tax bracket together. That's perfect. You know, I don't mind paying the tax on that. And take a deep breath. You're in good shape. You're doing what you should be doing at this point. Fire your therapist. That. You're done. You're going to just save so much money right now. Don't tell your therapist we said that. Go to therapy if you'd like. We love therapy. So if you feel any sort of money anxiety, if you have some stress in your life, can we help take that off your shoulders? All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact button, and we'll get your note. And just let us know if you come on the air while you're on the website, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. And that would make us feel very happy. And I think it would make you feel very happy. You get a little wrap up every single Friday. So, all right. Now, just remember, we drop these episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, which is great. You can follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Go check out our sister broadcast. It's called Jill on Money. Don't forget to put your hands metaphorically or maybe physically if they're if you're both vaccinated on someone's back. And uh, do remember that Mark Talerso is our executive producer, the best in the world. We are distributed by CBS. I guess I should say Viacom CBS. And we have a mantra here on the program, curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker. The Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.